Well, let me share with you a couple of things. Um, the, a lot of the presentation is vi visual, but that's okay because this is not working today. So I'm going to describe for you uh, what it is that I was going to talk about. One of the things that I've been doing in this particular series, uh, this series that's titled I Doubt It, is I've been trying to come a, uh, and present different ways that we have in the world today where we can trust in what the Bible says. You know, a lot of times people say, well, you know, I don't trust in the Bible because if it's just a book of stories written by a bunch of different people, you know, over hundreds and hundreds of years. And, you know, how can I put any faith in that? Well, I thought about that a little bit, you know, and a lot of that's where the, the basis of this particular series came from. And we've looked at some some archaeological finds that have proven the various stories and places and cities and people in the Bible and all. And today I want to look at manuscripts. Now, a manuscript is kind of like a handwritten book or a handwritten document. Uh, and, and years, centuries ago, uh, there were scribes that would copy verbatim exactly uh, it was their job. And it was to copy one manuscript onto a, a blank one so that they could have various copies of various different writings to be distributed. They might go to different cities. They might go to, you know, one is being stored in, a, in like in Rome, they had a library, you know, where one might be stored in a library and another, you know, manuscript copy would go somewhere else, uh, maybe to a synagogue in another city or whatever. But Manuscripts are one of the ways that we learn about history. And we learn about, like, you know, what, what happened in the Roman world, what happened in the Roman culture, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Well, a lot of that we, we get from these different manuscripts that we have found. Uh, let me start off and tell you about a couple of different manuscripts that are out there. And one of them is titled The Annals. Uh, by the Roman historian, who, who was also a Roman senator, uh, Tacius, uh, and it is a history of the Roman Empire. This is a very well uh, done, a very detailed account of uh, many of the aspects of the Roman Empire. Uh, it talks about Tiberius uh, through his uh, reign uh, to that of Caesar Nero, and basically covers the years 14 to about 68 A.D. And again, this guy, uh, he was quite a Roman historian, very detailed in all of the writings that he had. The Annals are a very important source uh, for our modern understanding of the Roman Empire during the first century. And it is his uh, final work, the one that we're looking at, the Annals, uh, it, in, in modern historians today generally consider it as one of his greatest writings. So this is where the history books are written. This is where we receive uh, a lot of our information when we look to see how can we verify the way things were, you know, hundreds of years ago. So in this particular guy, he writes about the Roman uh, reign of Tiberius all the way through Nero and the culture and everything. Um, and anyway, the latest copy that we have, one of these manuscripts, there was a difference of about 750 years 
from the latest copy we have to the time period when it was actually written. And of those manuscripts that were written and copied and written and copied and copied and copied, we only have two copies left. And yet we put a lot of emphasis and reliability uh, into what was written in those manuscripts. There's another one that's, uh, we've all heard of the guy by the name of Plato. Well, Plato wrote what's called Plato's Meno, and it is a Socratic dialogue by Plato. Um, and it means uh, the, the, this particular manuscript, this dialogue, uh, is one that was written in the form where Socrates was asking Plato whether or not virtue or rightness or wholeness or holiness, is that something that is taught? Is that is something that is acquired by maybe practice? Or is it something that comes just basically with human nature? Well, this is another one of Plato's greatest works. And yet there's, you know, the, from the latest copy we have of it, there's still a 1,200-year gap between when Plato actually wrote the original and the copy that we have. And yet, we, again, we hold this in high esteem as far as very much valued and respected as far as the history or the history of what took place back in those days. And today we have seven copies of this particular document. Okay. I want to tell you about another one. And this one is known as the Histories. And it is the history of Herodotus. Uh, and it is, it is really considered one of the foundational works in Western literature. And was written about the year 430 B.C. Now, the histories serve as a record of uh, many of the ancient traditions, uh, the, the politics of the day, the geography, and it also details the many different clashes of various cultures uh, that were known in and around Greece and Western Asia and, of course, North Africa at that time. Although it's not a fully impartial record, it still remains one of the West's most important resources regarding the things that took place in history during those days. Now again, from the original writing to the latest copy we have, there's a 1,300-year gap of which we have nine copies. And yet this is, again, held as a very uh, reliable document uh, by historians in the world today as to what the culture and the, the things that took place in that culture were like back in those days. There's another one, and I won't keep boring you with these, but there's another one that was written by Caesar, and this is another one that's highly respected, and it's called the Gallic War. Um, Julius Caesar, it was a first-hand account of the Gallic Wars, and he wrote them in a third-person narrative. Uh, in it, uh, Caesar describes the uh, many battles that took place uh, during the nine-year period that he spent fighting. And he was fighting the Celtic and Germanic people in Gaul that opposed the Roman conquest. Again, this manuscript that details so much, written by Caesar, by Julius Caesar, again, highly valued, well-respected document, uh, there is a 900-year gap from when Caesar originally wrote and the latest copy that we have. And we have a total of 10 copies of this particular um, 
manuscript. Let's talk about the New Testament. You know, like I said, a lot of times people, you know, they say, well, I don't know if I believe in the Bible because it's just a book written by a bunch of people, a bunch of this and that, and I don't know how reliable it is and stories and all that. Well, let's compare uh, what we have compared to many of the other historical documents that we have a lot of faith and, and put a tremendous amount of value and respect in. Well, the New Testament uh, was written, of course, during the first century, but in the documents that we have, there's only a 50-year gap between the original writings, and we have some of them, uh, but there's only a 50-year gap uh, for most of them uh, that we have from the originals to the manuscript that was the copy of the original. Now, how many of these uh, manuscripts do we have? Well, you know, the others have been, what, two and five and ten or whatever. We have 6,000 Greek New Testament manuscript copies, and each one of them averages about 450 pages each. You know, when you look at this, you can see how, how much closer, you know, the manuscript copies are to the original documents. And just the sheer volume alone of what we have, 6,000 compared to a handful of the others, uh, really validates a lot of what these Christian writers uh, wrote during that early first century, uh, as far as in the uh, New Testament. Now, this is the Greek, but what about if we add the other languages? that it was translated and written in. You know, the New Testament was also written in Latin, Coptic, Slavic, uh, Gothic, and Arme Armenian dialogues. And if you add those to the whole total, there's over 20,000 manuscripts that we have. And guess what? They all line up together. They say the same story, manuscript after manuscript after manuscript. So we have a tremendous amount of documentation that supports, you know, the teachings of Scripture uh, and the origins of what we have in Scripture. So when you, when you think about, you know, how can I believe in the Bible and how can I trust in what it says, just realize that many of the other historical documents that researchers and historians have, have gone over and over and over and we read about in the history books now, we have a tremendous amount of documentation that exceeds what we, what we generally see in many of the other historic writings. Thousands and thousands of documents. And if you add on to that the, you know, the, the writings and the carvings and the stone tablets and the, you know, the letters that were written and the scrolls that have been found and all these things, there's a tremendous amount of documentation out there for what is written, not only in the New Testament, but also in the Old Testament too. So I just wanted to simply give everybody a perspective today that, you know, when you think about the Bible, it's just not a bunch of stories that somehow were collected together and haphazardly put together uh, with no thought or without any, you know, substantial evidence behind them. There's a tremendous amount of evidence uh, for their authenticity and their accuracy. So I just wanted everybody to kind of think about that and just kind of take you down that journey a little bit toward what type of written documentation do we have. Again, I want to thank you guys for joining me this morning. I'm sorry that our video does not work. 
but we'll uh, end up uh, correcting that and posting this on YouTube. So feel free to check out our YouTube channel at toughquestionsforgod.org or therosebushumc.com. Thanks and God bless. Tough Questions for God is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church, where we challenge our faith with some of the most difficult issues. Tough Questions for God is available on Facebook Live Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or go on our website at toughquestionsforgod.org and just follow the links on the homepage for YouTube or via podcast. Thanks for joining, and don't forget to like and share. God bless.